Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 100, but if you actually look at the podcast app, it looks like it's 200. I'm not sure why. might have something to do with me being Canadian and uh, wanting to look like we've done more shows than we actually have. So, uh, let's see. We have our top Patreon supporters here. The three godfathers of online video, Mark Spagnolo, Izzy Swan, and Andy Berkey. Thank you so much, guys. As always, our biggest supporters. These guys love us. Thank you so much. You just don't know how much that means to to me personally and to Vance. Yeah. It's a very special relationship that we have with our audience. Really yeah, those guys... Those guys are definitely like the best woodworkers out there. Oh, it's true. Those guys. Oh, I mean, honestly, I get, I just, and I get about 99% of my inspiration and ideas from those three. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think so. So, uh, I, I think we should get into what we're working on this week. Uh, you know, I, I'm very busy. I've got a lot of things going on. It takes me about uh, 30 minutes just to do my hair before I leave the house in the morning. So, Ooh, yes. you know, when I'm driving around and I see stuff on the side of the road, I got to be honest with you guys, this is a little against the grain from what we typically do, but I'm starting to get sick of, um, of picking up other people's crap. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and one of my, yeah. one of my biggest heroes is Mark Spagnolo. He doesn't use anything that's, that's reclaimed. So I am no. building a new crib and I'm actually using rosewood and babinga for this. It's a little wow. bit of Ooh, right? African I mean, rosewood, of course. Whichever, whichever one. The reality is, I don't know much about wood, but I'm I'm just doing my best here. True. Yes, you, you don't. That is, you know, I'd like to just say that that's a great point. Um, you don't know really anything about wood. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I would agree. Thank yeah, you very much yeah. for that. So I'm sure, really looking sure. forward to anything it. I but, can do to help. I, I just want to help. I just, right. you know, I just I, really I, want to contribute. Well, you really, you really are the, the heart and soul, I think, of this podcast. You, you keep things going. You're the one who kind of keeps us balanced. I'm afraid our friendship might be affected by this new uh, Babinga Rosewood project that I'm doing. Yes, that's probably true. But, you know, you know that I'm a vegetable-tarian, right? <laughs> of course. Um, have who I, doesn't? I told you that, yeah. Because, you know, that's very important to me. And I think that my friendship is not as important as vegetable-tarianism. That's true, but I am experimenting with a new uh, beef fat finish that I will be putting all over this. It is, it's food safe. Nice. It's good for the kids. Nice. So. Yeah, Casey, hey. Casey's kind of got me leaning towards the, the vegetable-tarian thing, too, but I, I sure do miss the beef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, did I tell you about this one time when I was in a band, guys? Um, yeah, you did. Really, so uh, um, yeah. what is uh, – I want to know what uh, Bill's working on at this point. Oh, you know, I've got this really great project I'm working on, and I know this is going to surprise everyone, but I'm building another guitar. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's new. That this, is, this is a different style of guitar. It has six necks on it, so it, you have to have six people to play it, so I'm calling it the snuggle guitar. Oh, oh that is that just inspiration. That is brilliant. Very it, nice. it is, that's really inspires me. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. If we have... Everybody that knows how to play guitar right can get together and we can just have a big snuggle fest. Well, I've heard, I've heard that Tim knows how to play the guitar. You should, you should send yeah. him the guitar and let him film it and play it. He does. And he, Izzy, Swan, Izzy Swan knows how to play the guitar and so does Jay Bates. Wow. And I'm thinking wow. this could be like a really big spoon fest. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if I could just make some drums, I know Mark Spagnolo is a drummer. We could have a oh, whole band is? going. Yes. Ooh. That could be amazing. And then, and then Tim, of course, has been in a band, so we could definitely this, have him do some stuff. Hey, you guys, let me tell you a story about this one time when I was in a band. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> actually, I was thinking, uh, I really actually think Mark Spagnuolo is pretty good looking. Um, but, but Tim, I want to know what you've been working on. Well, um, you know, I invent stuff all the time now. And so I'm inventing this line of uh, neck bandanas that I think um, you can also use as a screw gun. And... Um, I think it'll be really cool. That that sounds amazing. It, 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 a neck it's going to be very, You know, yeah. if it's a screw gun, I know Izzy will like it. Truth, truth. And I used to have a mohawk. I've heard that. I've seen and I've seen pictures. Yeah. I could verify. Yeah, that, I don't remember seeing the mohawk. I used to be cool. But see, we're just closer. Uh, we're closer than you guys are. I think that's the problem. 
Ah, that might be it. That might be yeah, it. Well, we won't be after I build my snuggle guitar because then we can, you know, <laughs> be closer. You guys will be best friends. Yeah. <laughs> in, in more ways than one. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think we can probably get into our main topic this week. We don't actually have one, so. Think, oh, yeah. We oh. Yeah. Just make something up about, like, like we do every other show. Oh, okay. We should talk about Izzy, Mark, and Andy. Yeah, those guys are so inspirational. <laughs> I I really those guys, they're something special <laughs> to my guys. heart. I just don't have the verbology to explain how wonderful I think those guys are. I think frankly, if you put the three of them together, it would probably be a better show than the one we do. Oh doubtless. Maybe. Doubtless, yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt. I mean I'm I'm you know I don't know. I just I'm love you guys. Shook up and right I think now. I'm so emotional. <laughs> yeah, well that's true. We are pretty good together. Uh but seriously, we do want to congratulate congratulate you guys on a hundred episodes. That's uh that's a good milestone, and hopefully you keep doing it. I th- I think this show in particular, because there's a lot of them these days, uh specializing in, in reclaimed things and having that sort of um theme to the show, I think is really important and it's kind of it's missing from a lot of other content out there. Absolutely. You guys are doing an amazing job. You know, here's to a hundred. That's awesome guys. Keep doing what you're doing. It's one of my favorites. Guys. Um, I wish I could, uh, be more eloquent than these other two guys, <laughs> but, um, basically we just love you. Um, thank you for what you do and keep having uh, cool people on like us. <laughs> yes. Have us on the show. It'd be even better. <laughs> yeah. Congrats guys. Congrats. <clears throat> well, uh, thank you to the three uh, very gracious superstars who decided to, uh, uh, well, actually didn't decide to. We begged them to uh, to be part of our 100th, and we're so happy that <laughs> I, they did. I had did. to pay one of them. I'm not saying which one. I'm, I'm going to say, I, Berkey, I, hope, I hope you guys don't mind, but I got to say that we sound better than they do. I'm just saying. You know what? It's, it's, I, I got a little emotional listening to that. I thought it was so well done. Just, did, did I ever tell you guys I was in a huh. band? I used to be in a band. I did, did I ever mention that? that? <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that. I don't know, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make another guitar. A, about a hundred. I'm gonna times. make another guitar for my next video and uh, <laughs> learn how to play it, and then I'm gonna send them a recording. So maybe they'll play it, you know, on their channels and their YouTubes and in podcasts. That's you're welcome. Welcome. Okay. What was the What was the quip that you had to come out of this? Because this is our second time recording our hundredth episode, Phil. What was you had a funny thing that yeah. you said coming out about the the. Do you remember? Oh, no pressure. No, I don't remember at all. I'm going to wish you for that. Nobody though. can hear. It was three giants. Okay. Oh yeah, the three. What did I say? The three giants of, of YouTube or whatever. Yeah, what what you said was the three giants of YouTube and Andy Berkey. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my. Damn gosh. it! I'm funny. That's good. It would have yeah. been funny if you did yeah, it no. without me prompting it. I guess, but. I'd, no, no, I think this is funnier. This is funnier. And then me, like, appreciating my own humor, like, like some oh kind God, of, you know, funny. sociopath. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, I'm funny. Um, yeah, totally. So we yeah. let's apologize real quick. I, we have to go into our, our Patreon list and stuff. But I just uh, apologize real quick for our podcast being late on our 100th because we had some technical difficulties. Had nothing to do with a spider in a restaurant. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh Web host. So it's we're actually recording host. this a couple days after we usually release a podcast, and it's going out live tonight. So thank you all, and here we go. And, and, and in case for anybody who listens to us and only us, like that maybe happen, um, Izzy Swan, Mark Spagnolo, Andy Berkey had fun doing our uh, normal intro, and that's – I don't know – what we did to, to deserve something like that. So thank you, Mark, Izzy, Andy, you guys are just flipping amazing. Um, seriously, no jokes, just wow that we could have that happen for us. So thank you. So say we all. Yeah. I feel like we kind of were pretty pushy about it to get them to do it. <laughs> well, you know, the horse head, I, that's, that was standard from a movie. Oh, wow. You went from zero to, you know, psycho pretty quickly there. <laughs> that horse that's head. Why we have the loops. I just I just bugged him on on Facebook a few times. <laughs> oh, well, my best friend Spag said he would do it. My snuggle buddy said he friend. would do it. And um, he is your snuggle buddy. Andy Berkey and I are basically separated at birth. So I just I'm not sure that was fair mm-hmm. to say to Andy, but I'll tell you one thing. 
<laughs> Me and Spags. Best friends. How come life. how come I had to okay. talk him into doing this and he wouldn't return your messages? It's our shtick. It's what we do. You know, it's this it's this back and forth where he pretends like he doesn't know me well, and I pretend like we're best friends. It's a Jim, weird thing. It's because both of you used to be musicians. <laughs> In a band. You used to be. <laughs> Haven't you heard me play this trumpet lately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, used to be. Okay, uh, let's, um, since it's our 100th, what we're going to do is we're going to go through our entire list of Patreon um, patrons. I don't know, what patrons. is it, followers, they're, subscribers? They're patrons. Yeah. Patrons? Yeah. Like, patrons? I mean, patrons have existed for okay. you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. Oh, Thousands of years. Thanks. Millions. Thanks, Tim. Well, I, I know Eons. this. I know Amadeus Mozart had a patron who eventually drove yeah, him insane, according to the movie, but he had a patron. No, that's not, that wasn't a patron. Wasn't it the king was, of Austria? Huh? Yeah, he, royalty. All musicians was, used to work for royalty back then. They were the patrons of the arts, and so they would commission pieces. Then he had pieces like the Magic Flute, which were not commissioned by the church, and they were kind of racy, and they didn't say all glory to God and all that stuff. But you're thinking of Salieri, who was another composer that was yeah. jealous of Mozart's gifts and abilities. Now, you'll notice this tattoo I have right here. I don't know if that looks familiar or not. It's actually the cover of that movie, Amadeus. Oh. <laughs> I'm a Mozart fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Now, isn't the magic flute Amadeus, Amadeus. No, no, Mickey no, Mouse? Back. Wait, wait, wait. The magic flute was what Mickey Mouse played in Fantasia to make all the brooms sweep the shop, right? Yes. that is. And Mozart wrote that. Okay, Phil. Go ahead. Okay. For yeah. the movie. And you know what? Disney ripped right. them off. He's a generous dude. Total, total burn. Well, from what I understand, after 70 years, people's music is free reign. You can, 70 years after their death, you can, there's no copyright anymore. Unless it's under a trust and their family still has the rights. Yes. That stuff is under public domain because there was no copyright at the time. Oh. Patrons. I'm going to go through the list. Oh, Let's okay. do this. We suck. How do we make through 100 episodes? <laughs> you know, I was thinking that myself. <laughs> Is this our last episode? <laughs> maybe maybe in a certain configuration. Um, so now you, read the, you read the list. I'll call Izzy. <laughs> you do that. <clears throat> in, in the list that said, uh, no, go ahead and interrupt. What were you saying? To no, I was just, I'm, I'm. No, why wouldn't you do that? Let me know when you're done. I'm just feeling like we're just beginning. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Make, build, modify. Infinite craftsman. Jeff Shaw slash roadie Jeff. Ryan Ridgely. Dirty Smith, a.k.a. Rory. uh, Keith Decent. Shane Bronson. Chad from Mancrafting. Greg Mead. Scott Turner. The Godfather. Jimmy DeResta. Stu Morrison, David Bellhorn, Daryl Cooksey, Khalifa, who's brand new from today, Derek Davis, Kyle Bollendorf, Kirk Jensen, Jim Rumsey, Josh Kennedy, Daniel Wood, Brad Dudenhofer, Factotum Industries, Jim Ketchum, Bryce Stoddard, Rachel Steele, Keith Johnson, Joe Pierce, uh, Mike Jeffcoat, Nick Carruthers, Tasman, who is, uh, you know, Bill's airport friend, Camille Good. Christopher Pixley, Maker on the Move, Dominic Bender, John J. Hilgers Jr., Jim Bashirs, Gary Fuji, Matt Williams, Jim at Wave Creative, John Creasy, Alan Canterbury, Phil Patrick, best first name ever, Dave Morris, Jeremy Gunkel, J.M. Tossis, Michael Bielner, Matt Parker, Joel Crawford, Chris McIntosh, Laura Kampf, Jackson Lindner, Le Pic Bois, which is Pat LaPerriere, Paul Jackman, a.k.a. Jackman Works, sometimes. Live Free and DIY, Dave Bauer, <laughs> Nick Ryan, Scott Hahn, Marcus Hoffman, and Tony Rouleau. Whew. Wow. That is a list. That is uh, actually a pretty amazing and incredible list. Yeah. We- I like how it gets harder for you to read every time you read it. Well, I am a functioning illiterate, so that was uh, that, that took a lot of practice. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that was, uh, humbling to say the least. And, uh, okay. So let's burst right into what we're working on. Uh, Tim, what are you working on? What's on, what's on your bench? Well, uh, today I just made a quick little, like hour and a half build 
where I, I turned a skateboard into a lap steel guitar because I didn't have a video for this weekend. And uh, I, I was like, I didn't have a lot of time. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to try and do it. And it, it like a quick video, but it turned out pretty cool. It was kind of fun and I'm I, terrible at playing it. But, um, but but I didn't want to talk about that as much as I wanted to mention two things is I had, I have visitors come to my shop from time to time mm -hmm. and um, from near and far. Uh, and I think that from the furthest point almost possible it was my my last visitor came from in my shop this week was hugo i'm no not gonna way. try and say his last name sa maker no way yes from from south africa cool Salewick. he was in new york and then he went up to mass Salewick. how do you say it yeah something like why that why do you say um, it like a question I, not i'm sure? not sure but i yeah. i it's i want to i just, just want to recognize because hugo is amazing and he's uh, uh he loves all of us yeah. Oh, so cool yeah, to hang out with him. You know, it's, it's it's really interesting to talk to someone who is like literally like half a world away, and and to have so much in common with them mm -hmm. at the same time. You know what I mean? It's just really it's really neat and special. Um, so that was awesome. And the other thing I have to mention is that uh, I will be at Maker Fair, the Mini Maker Fair at the Tunxis Community College outside of Hartford, Connecticut, this Saturday. And originally, if our podcast aired on time that would have given you some time to maybe make arrangements to come down and check this thing out mm. but now we're like throwing it out friday morning but um if you're in the you know in the connecticut area i'm going to be hanging out there with the up tricycle my three-wheeled mobile mini maker space that i've been uh, working on i just got the solar panels in this week they're not i don't think i'm going to have them set up properly and like working and, and functioning. But I, I just finally got them in. I know how big they are. And originally I was going to sort of set them up to just full to get stowed and then come out. But now I have an idea where they might actually be permanently mounted on the bike because they're smaller than I thought they were going to be. Mm -hmm. um, so I might just have these, like I, I have another set of handlebars. I might weld onto the bike somewhere to hold these solar panels, <laughs> but I'm not going to have that done by Saturday. I'm sure. But if you come and hang out with me at Tunks's community college on Saturday from 10 to four at the mini maker fair in Hartford, uh, I'll tell you all about it. And uh, that's what I wanted to mention. I have two suggestions. One, mm -hmm. it's now just called the Upcycle. Right. That's two. It's the up, no, it's the Up Tricycle. No, you, you're adding too many things in there. It's just the Upcycle. No. I don't care up how many. Upcycle sounds better. It sounds better. Yeah, it's way better. But you think the Upcycle sounds better than Up Tricycle? Definitely. Yeah. Doesn't the Up Tricycle? What the Upcycle? But the Upcycle is. Upcycles, it's just like, that's just the word. That's already the word, so it's not a compound word anymore. It doesn't need to be. It's like, just, it's clever. No, but upcycle. you have to pause. You have It's it's, it's inflection. It's the up cycle. Right. Gonna pump you up. You up. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do it the way, uh, you know, Olivia Newton-John just did it there with the, you know, with the arm pumping. Um, and the other thing is, is perhaps these solar panels could be fenders for the two rear wheels. I had thought about that, but that is the sort of work area. Um, like, because I have like a little workbench that goes back there and so everything is stowed. And so I don't want it in their glass, you know, or, or they're fragile. So I don't want to have like hammer swinging. So I want to put them on the front of the bicycle or tricycle, I should say, the upcycle because you guys are boring. Um, upcycle. So if they're on, the if they're on the what if what if they were an umbrella or something? Yeah, like on top of an I thought about that, but they're not really big enough to make a difference. Um, and I also want them to be able to move because if you're driving west and you want them to face east to get, you know what I mean? It's an like, umbrella. You can spin like an antenna to face the. Yep. Yep, that's what I was originally thinking about doing, but then I got they're only fifteen inches, fifteen and a half inches by ten and a half inches, and there's two of them. So to to all that extra weight to fly these two little things up that high just doesn't seem to make sense. So I found a pair of handlebars or a set of handlebars off another bike that I'm going to weld onto. This is my working idea right now. I might change. I'm going to weld onto the front of the handlebars that currently exist that actually steer the bicycle, tricycle. And, uh, and then on those I have the, you know, like those, like there's always like those second handles for like different positions on mountain bikes. Yeah. You want to sit up, you want to sit down. Instead of those, I'm going to weld in, in there or put on there. They have the clamps. I'm going to make it so they thumb screw instead of having to use an Allen key to tighten them. So I can put the, the panels on those and then I can actually just move them, pivot them back okay. and forth, up and down all these. That's perfect. Things. But I, I would get a hold of Wes Swain or, or Luis and they will have a way to figure out how to get them because some solar panels actually move with the sun. So they can hook up some little servos 
Oh, okay. so yeah. while you're well, driving, no, it won't be too much. Come on, man, you got to do this. Do it right. Don't. Well, I have another idea for the tricycle that's way that the just up makes cycle. like t- t- the upcycle. No, uh, get your own tricycle and name it whatever you want. <laughs> I'll call it the upcycle. I have another. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, actually, I have a pink tricycle. I will give to you. Come to Connecticut and get it, and you can a, call that the. Upcycle. I have a red one. You know, I'm good. You have a red tricycle. Well, it's my son's. No, oh. no, I mean an adult size. But well, okay, oh, well, adults well, really don't ride these things. things. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> no, I have this other idea though. For um, it, it wouldn't have to be a tricycle; it could be a bicycle, whatever. But um, to get a jazzy, like you know, one of those like electric scooters, or, like a mobility scooter. Okay, hollow that thing out and turn it into like basically like a radio flyer wagon, right? Like a storage wagon, right? Okay, so and then and then you know you can rig those things up to. We were talking. I was talking about this with uh, Infinite Craftsman Thomas when he was at my shop. Um, and he's got the, the like the know how to do this kind of stuff. You can wire it to be a remote control, right? So you can drive this thing remote control. But instead of doing that, you it, set it up with an Arduino that reads a sensor, and then you put the sensor on the back of the bicycle, and it's programmed to stay five feet from the sensor and follow it. Right. Yeah. So now you have a wireless trailer, so you can actually ride around your bicycle with a trailer following you that's not connected by any cables Ooh. or chains. That's the next step. Yeah, they have that with um, with golf carts. Well, like golf the, the walking dollies there. or whatever. Other dollars, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's the tech, right? I figured that there was someone already, and then I guess parade floats do that too. There'll be a guy that they follow, yeah. Um, so that was the idea is to, to set that up. So, because I just think that'd be really cool to be riding a bicycle around with like a trailer behind it that's not attached. That's because cool. when you just have to tow a trailer, then it's hard so, to pedal. That's right, ex- that's know? exciting. You got. I, I want to go back to um, you having Hugo in your shop, and the, the one thing, the main thing that you guys have in common is you both absolutely love Phil and I. So that, that's awesome. There's that and the ridiculous yeah. accents. Yeah, geez, I don't remember ever talking about you guys while he was there. So, anyways, <laughs> um, what you, what are you working on? Uh, I I released I released a video and I made a guitar a six guitar stand or rack I guess you would say out of a pallet, and uh, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I said it was something if you if you tweaked it a little bit you could you could come up with a few other ideas to make and a lot of people asked me what the hell I was talking about so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a similar styled shoe rack because Casey we bought her one but I have more shoes than she does so in my closet I'm going to build a shoe rack that I can put all my shoes on in a similar concept as as the other one but one thing i want to say i'm proud of about this that this video and i've gotten a lot of comments on one i left a pretty good tip for uh denailing pallets or pulling nails out of pallets and the other one was um the music score was me and i a lot of people said wow it sounds uh horrible to me but a lot of people were complimentary so thank you and uh I had a lot of fun making that, so that that was exciting. So the next thing up is a, a shoe rack, and then uh, we'll go from there. That's what I was working on. Phil, what's what's going down? I'm down. Well, uh, for all of our Patreon listeners, they heard me whine about this during the uh, the pre-show, but uh, I just got back from a, uh, a business trip to Vancouver. I landed in the middle of the night, and I had like a couple hours of sleep, so I'm a little crotchety, and by that I mean a little more crotchety than usual. <laughs> Um, but apart from that, uh, I need to get out this, uh, this video that I was, that I half started about doing these dovetail boxes. I'm excited about that. That's going to be fun. I think it'll be cool. Uh, I mean, it is so far, so that's fun, but really all I've done is the dimensioning, but, and the resawing, but that, uh, that builds up quite the sweat, uh, when you're doing it by hand. And I have a couple of other videos to do for sponsors, but I'm the thing that I'm really excited about is uh, how much learning I've done with the CNC. Uh, it took me a little while to figure out a few fairly key things, like like I know how to zero the CNC, like the machine, and then hit the button that says save zero. <laughs> yeah, no, there's that 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 one I got yeah. right away. But what I didn't get right away was the zeroing the graphic on the software side. So I'd open up a new graphic and it would start it at coordinates like 2612. And then I couldn't figure out why when I loaded my, my vector in, in the machine, that it would just fly away. Like it wouldn't just start printing or carving right there. So it took me a little while to figure out that you can you have to zero it in the software. You don't know what I'm talking about. I never watched any tutorials. No, I've just been playing with it, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, no, that's that's cool. That's how you learn. I just, I mean, it's got to fit on the page. Like you, it, you, you, you're creating the page the so size. Even if I made wood. the thing like three inches by three inches, right? Yeah. It's not at the zero zero position. It was like somewhere, you know, way way away on the canvas, and I and just never keyed into that. So it would just fly away as soon as you launched the you know the job. And it took me- oh because you have to set your where you're starting exactly. on the, the, when you very when you pick whether it's the center of the board or the bottom left corner yeah. and then whether it's flush with the bottom or flush right. with the top of the material. So I had all those other right. things except for the zero zero. So once I figured that out, yeah. you know, way better. It was going to the center, and you you were starting in the corner. That's what kind of yeah, happening. the center of like what yeah. it thought was this massive canvas of fifty inches by fifty. Right, inches. it was twenty eight inch. But yeah, set your set your job parameter, yeah. set your size so it. It can never be bigger than twelve by twelve, so just always set it at twelve by twelve. Right. Even, you know, so. and then um, yeah, here's a, here's another pro tip for you when you're doing that is that when you set your zero, yeah, you after you set your zero, you save the button, right? You push the save yeah. button, so it says everything sure. zero, zero, zero. You can move that now, yeah, before you hit start, so that way you, you don't have to like start the the router oh, spinning no. with the bit touching the wood and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, so you can actually move it up. <clears throat> so that one I know. And the other thing that took me a couple of tries to figure out was the uh, the number of passes. So if you're cutting half-inch material and you're mm, trying to cut it I'm away, still working on that. I was doing like – I did like one pass. So like this little eighth-inch bit was cutting all the way through. I'm like, what's that burning smell? And how come this job's coming out like crap? So I changed yeah. that to four passes and it cuts way nicer now. Yeah, because you always want you don't want it to take twenty minutes, but you also right. you also don't want it to like bog your router down and burn. You know, well, yeah, I was never getting the, like the, a straight cut. It was just sort of getting pushed around and bullied. Feeds and speeds. Yeah. That's what that means, you know. And it's it's uh, the guys that do that stuff like know it, but guys like us, we're learning it as we go. Well, we're, well I, I'm not going to speak for you, but I am certainly a hack at this right now. So I'm just sort of figuring it out as I go along. But so far, so good. I did a couple of uh, – I did like this Batman emblem. I'm doing like a whole bunch of these these superhero plaques for my son's room. So I did Spider-Man. I did uh, Batman. I did Superman. And then I paint them. So it's coming out pretty cool. One thing you could also do if, if you're doing superheroes is just my initials would be fine. W-L. Your initials aren't BS? <laughs> Actually, there is one thing I wanted to mention that I may not have mentioned before. I am now officially starting on my YouTube channel for the first time on my next video. I am going to say, please give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Leave a comment. Subscribe to my channel if you hadn't. I'm there. I'm doing it. So, and the other thing, right? Yeah, well, I, the, the M word. Well, yeah, I hit the button, so there's ads on my videos now. But I'm ready. I got, I got to start practicing that. So I'm gonna, I, I don't care. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Leave a comment. Share my video. Like my video. Don't like my video. Subscribe to my channel. I'm just letting y'all know ahead of time. All four of you. That's it. That you're monetized. I'm monetized. Now. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna unsubscribe then. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, if if I'm given the option, I'm definitely going to unsubscribe. Well, I'm not giving you two the option. You two, I am I am putting down my foot. Hold on. That was my foot. Well, actually, it was my fist, but... I watched yeah. your hand. The yeah. quality radio. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was riding my horse off to the sunset. Exactly. <laughs> what? The way they see it. the door. I'll be right yeah. back. Yeah. Greek. Yeah. Uh, radio cereals. We are making fun of, I guess, ourselves. Uh, so that that is what I'm working on is uh, Bill Lutz's channel is getting monetized. And um, let's see here. And I guess we should dive right into our topic, which is, da, 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 I guess you should be doing this, our 100th it's episode. episodes, you guys. Yeah. Let me say something. Um, because when I first started with the naming conventions and the numbering of the episodes, you'll notice that the first one is episode 101 because I was, I didn't want to do just one because I thought I would wind up doing it by season. So I figured it would be 101. We'd get to the end of the season and then be two. And then the number of the episode. Uh, yeah. So I never did that and I just left it go sequentially. So now the number of this episode is 200 and the title is the 100. So I realized that's super confusing. So what I'll probably end up doing eventually is when I have a couple hours to kill is go back and rename all the episodes 
So they make couldn't, sense. Couldn't you just name, because you started with 101, not 100. Couldn't you make this one 100 and just go from here and just do them all again? But then we will have a, we'll have a one. We already have a one hundred one and a one hundred two and a one hundred three. It would be confusing. <clears throat> yeah. One hundred one. The way Phil should have done it to begin with. After. Yeah. No, I think that would be the way easier way to do it. That's for sure. Or you just not worry about it and leave it the way it is. But it's episode 100, 200, or 200, 100. Well, how about, how about, we'll call, the, we'll call this season two. That's what happened once. Once every 100 episodes, there's a little confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that's listened to 100 episodes of us if, are if confused. If they made it that far, they're going to figure yeah. it out. But how, how about this, though? How about going 2-100 and then 2-101, 2-. That, so like, that is a cop-out way to do it. I kind of like your style. Hmm. <laughs> or this okay. just leave this at 100 or 199 or 200 no no go to 100 and then go to 101 two one, and then then we'll go three 100 hmm. yeah maybe maybe three, what we'll 200. do is, season three yeah. episode 200 so maybe what it is a season is a hundred episodes almost two years the I'm longest seasons of our lives hey you know what people on netflix would appreciate that that's true, but we're not dropping them all at the exact same time. No, this we're giving you two years to to listen. Though, if you join, this is the problem. You join, you join watching something. If you don't have like some, you can't watch the whole season like Netflix, or you can't, you know, you don't want to buy it. With us, it's free. If you like this, you can go all the way back and listen to every episode and figure out how many times you two have sweared that I haven't. It's none now. I fixed them. So, oh. uh, did you really? Well, anything that somebody pointed out, I went back and fixed, yeah. Wow. Hey, man. That's... Hey, man. I'm responsible. I care about the kids. I noticed. Yeah. Yeah, I care about the kids. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, all to say 100 episodes, and I know that we, we joke around a lot and we sort of rib each other, but at the end of the day, uh, these two gentlemen uh, are two of my closest friends, and it has been an honor and a pleasure to be able to spend this much time with uh, with two fantastic human beings. So thanks to both of you. Well, thank thank you both, uh, seriously. And I, I would I would venture to Cheers. say that um, the, the biggest rewarding, most amazing thing, second to hanging out with you guys for a week and getting to know you and, again, my best friends, um, some of the feedback we've gotten. I mean, people are literally like, just, you know, thank you. We love the podcast. I've started, I've started upcycling. I made this out of a pallet. I've picked something off the side of the road. And, and that was the point. It was just to give three perspectives on how reclaiming can be fun. And, uh, I, I, we did it. We did our job. I think we did it well and we're still learning and it's only going to get better. Yeah, we did it. Okay. Um, <laughs> It's funny that you get all that positive, fantastic feedback when I get is, uh, where the hell is this week's episode, Phil? (laughs) (laughs) Nice guys. You know, I'm a person too. You're more than a person. You're like a people. A people person. Yeah. I think that's me. I think. No, just the people. Just uh, the people. people. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Tim, what's uh, what's your experience been over the last uh, two years as far as – I think we talked about in the first time we did this episode, we talked about the things that we've learned and grown and changed, right? Didn't we do that? Well, the, basically for the past two years, I've had a lot of people asking me, how come Phil hasn't uploaded the uh, episode yet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. For two years. Yeah. Uh, no, but that, that was what – that was what our first <laughs> recording of the, the lost episode was about was yeah. uh, we're we'll sort of like reflecting on some changes in the in the, the past, the present and the future, you know, of us. And uh, and so I think that Phil and Bill found this particularly interesting that uh, I started my YouTube channel and I, I like Bill just recently monetized the channel. Like I didn't monetize my channel and I, I did all this for for the, the fun and the love and the sharing and, and, and all that. Um, I was very punk rock about it. I didn't want to have uh, any involvement with other you know, like companies and, and, and whatnot. And now the, the change over the past two years from not just the podcast, but all these other things in my life, I'm realizing now that uh, there's, there's this ability to actually make viable change um, beyond just saving the garbage in my neighborhood. Uh, 
on you know, on the internet. I didn't like, mean to laugh. I didn't mean to laugh. You're 100 right. No, I, but that, I mean, it, it is funny, but like, but that was what I was doing, and I was like saving garbage in my neighborhood, and then I started making videos about it. I didn't really understand why I was doing that. I was sharing it for some reason, and and the reason was to encourage others to do it. The only the only others that were out there were others that were already thinking like me, and so I think that that's sort of the goal as we we move forward is to is to not just preach to our choir, but to extend our choir and reach a different choir. And so now two years in, I'm much more willing to work with companies and take on these types of things to, uh, to where maybe two years ago, I might've considered myself like a quote sellout for doing that. But now I see that as an opportunity to like, to sing our song to a larger audience and to a bigger choir. Um, and that's what I feel like this podcast, you know, has helped me understand and see, and uh, has helped us do, and, and is helping all of you do. I hope uh, that's you know my goal for the future as we go into our next 100 episodes is let's really get other people thinking like us, and let's actually make a viable difference, and not just with our own personal trash piles. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I think I have very much opened your eyes to this, and, uh, <laughs> and, you're, and you're welcome. You know, it's my gift to you. My gift to you. What about you, Bill? What's what's changed for you over the last hundred episodes? Well, you know, I mean, I started off, and I, I think I made it pretty clear that at some point, because I I can't quit my job. I mean, I can, but I'm not going to because I, I have a small pension that I can take away in a few years. Um, so for me, it was about just growing enough organically, slowly. The podcast has been an amazing help for for me to reach out. My take on reclaiming and upcycling, I, I may not be the uh, um, have the passion that Tim does, but I'm passionate about it, and and so are you. But we just again, it's three different perspectives. So what's changed for me is that now I'm finally at that point where I'm like, you know what, I, I've only got a couple years left at my job. So ideally, what I'd like to do is make this message and the content creation a bigger part of me being able to retire from a from a nine to five and uh, get the heck out of California because it's so expensive and start somewhere else and make this how I support my family. And uh, I, I think this is going to do that. And I learned that I'm mortal. Um, I, for the first time in my life last year, I had some health issues one after the other. And it just really kicked my butt and made me realize how precious everything is you know i mean it it really opened my eyes to the fact i've I've never been i mean i'm a control freak anyway but i've never been so out of control with my health in other words i was helpless other people had to fix me to make me better i'm the one that fixes things i'm the one that makes things i'm the one that can Mm. i know what tools to use to make something that doesn't work work and here i was helpless and it was it was a struggle and i put myself and a lot of people through uh uh, a growing experience uh, to say it nicely, <laughs> but, but I, yeah. I mean, really I've, I learned so much uh, about myself. And like I said, now I'm at that point, a hundred episodes in and it's like, you know what? I'm ready now to start. And, and I, I've said from the beginning, I am a sellout. I will absolutely work with other people to create a way to make a living doing what I love to support my family. And, and so call me what you will. I, I, it's, it's not a sellout. It's just, you know, am I a sellout for having a nine to five job? No. Am I a sellout for trying to make content creation in the podcast and building things for people to buy, uh, my, my income now? No. So I'm, I'm transitioning. So that's the biggest thing I've learned over all this time is, is now the time I'm starting that slow. I've got, Four years to slowly transition into growing my YouTube channel, getting our word out on our podcast, getting getting uh, maybe some product lines and some designs and building things to sell and use that for my livelihood. So that's my biggest change. Hmm. It sounds like a lot of talk about what you're going to do in the future. Okay. What was the question? How do you think that you've... <laughs> The question is, what has changed for you in the last two years, basically? My outlook. What Bill Lutz of two years ago versus Bill Lutz of today, what's different? Bill Lutz of two years ago felt um, invulnerable or not, you know, 10 feet tall and bulletproof. Yeah. I, I don't feel that now. I was super active um, in the maker community as far as just like I, I had so much time and energy to do all that. 
the Bill Lutz of today doesn't have that kind of energy. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get healthier. I've changed my diet and everything. Um, going to the gym, uh, concerned about being healthy. And the, and the Bill Lutz of two years ago came into this just to have fun to start off with, with the end goal of of doing something. Well, now I'm there. That's true. I also I also don't think it's a question of energy because the maker community has grown to the point where it's so hard to keep up with mm-hmm. all the content and all the Facebook groups and like all the Instagram stuff. There's just it's exploded with content. Whereas before, I think we all sort of like, hey man, did you see that video? Yeah, I saw that video. And now it's like, did you see that video? No, I, I'm like which one of the thousand to... amazing videos <laughs> yeah, are exactly. you talking about? Right. Yeah, well, that and I, you know, one thing I got to say is, um, uh, when I started getting active online, um, I think a lot of people were just waiting for some loudmouth to start being positive, and it opened the floodgates. And now, like I said, my energy level has dropped just because for health reasons. But so, so many, and I didn't. I'm not the only one, but I'm saying there. The few people that were out there really making noise, just saying, you know, Andy Berkey is, is, is a good example. Andrew started an amazing group. There's a million groups out there now. There's a million podcasts out there now. So it's like everybody took that opportunity to say, let's do this. Let's open the floodgates and support. And this community has grown. Izzy has done so much with this community. I mean, all everybody, Jimmy, Izzy, all of these guys now, we're friends, all of us, every the, the thousands and thousands of people all over the world, we are all friends now. We know each other. You know, it was in, when Hugo was in my shop, you know, from South Africa. From South Africa. That's awesome. Yeah. I know. We, we were talking about that a little bit. Um, he's, you know, he's an artist. Uh, you know, he's a maker as well, but he's definitely, you know, approaches things from more the avenue of an artist. And so he sees what's happening in this maker community, and he was talking about how He's trying to help that happen in the artist community because it's the same sort of thing, right? Like where artists are alone in their studio instead of shop, you know, and they're creating things and, and working with their hands and making. And and uh, and he he was saying how it's just like it's much more difficult because there is that weird thing. But there's that sort of uh, that solidarity or not solid, but like the, the you know, solo attitude of, of being an artist. You're alone against the, me against the world and you have your secrets and your techniques and uh you know, and I noticed that in the music world that I came from, did I ever tell you I was in a band? You mentioned <laughs> it, yes. Uh, in, in the music world, it was like, we're, you know, we're all in the mud together and we're all playing the same clubs and playing the same songs and playing the same instruments and stuff. But we, but it was like, there was a lot of that sort of like keeping stuff to yourselves. And this particular community is a little bit special that, I mean, here it is like, really, you think about the art world is, you know, we're, it's all about creating art, right? It's not about making money. It's not about, you know, your, your, business or your patents it's about creating art to make the world a better place and you're being secretive about it but then in the maker world where it's supposedly is just about making things and making product and money then everybody's sharing all their ideas it's uh it's really unique it we, is a unique we, uh club we, we talked about this too uh, uh on one of our episodes in fact the one the casey was on where there's that arts and that crafts and the maker and what, right, what, arts I, versus crafts. what i think is happening is the maker umbrella is getting bigger and it's encompassing. I mean, let's be honest. The, the the woodworking community is where this, I think, started. For me, it did anyway. Sure. And it grew into more of a maker. So let's let's encompass a little bit more. Now we got metal workers, we got seamstresses, we've got uh, leather, leather musicians. All, all of this. This umbrella is growing, and I think it is starting to cover artistry as well and so actual artists because i in the community now there's some people that are straight up just oh my goodness artists that are part of the they're starting to go to maker's fair they're starting to you know what i mean there's there, mm-hmm. so this umbrella this and that's why i love the term maker because you you make art you make you make a table you make a statue you make a whiskey box you know you make a, a chroma song everybody is a maker of some sort even even if you just Make somebody smile, man. If that's your, if your job, if your making ability is your personality, it's it's just growing, and I think it's going to encompass. And, and one of the things I'm excited to see is that artistic world that I used to be so afraid of and thought there's no way. I'm starting to get to know a few of these people now, and they've just been waiting to to kind of stretch out their wings too. You know, I think it's, it's this thing, it's a stigma. They thought it's how, Oh, we just have to do this this way and be secretive and quiet and just have this ad. No, 
Come, come here, man. Give me a hug. What the hell are you doing? That's amazing. I could, maybe I can incorporate that amazing piece of art you just did. One little technique that you use into a table, you know, something. So, mm. right. Mm-hmm. So nobody asked, uh, what's different for me. So I'll just volunteer that information. I was, so was just I. about to. Actually. You always say that. You always but, say that, but, but nobody you don't does. Give us time. You have to. We want the dramatic pause. So you've been talking for twelve straight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey Phil. Okay. <laughs> Sometime over the next hundred episodes, I'll get better about Phil, that. How are you any different than you have been for the last two uh, two years? But can Phil, I just point out? Yeah. I just want to point out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Phil. But this is a private uh, you joke. Really, you build me there. Yeah. Episode that we that Bill was just talking about arts versus craft with Casey Lutz. Guess what episode number it was? I don't know, fifty, forty-three. Holy smokes! That is no, no way. Forty-one. Forty-one was comfort zone. Yeah, but so what's what's new with you, Phil? <laughs> Tim, I'm glad you asked. Very gracious of you. <laughs> um. Okay, so there. Should I explain that real quick? Yeah, he sent us these tools. Uh, so, back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Phil had a hissy fit because when I sent Bill and Phil their their cut versions of the square, and I numbered and signed them all and stuff, Phil's is number 41 and Bill's is number 43. And I just I just mixed them up randomly. I didn't even pay attention. I just mailed them all out. Chris Cute got number yeah, one, my neighbor. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, that and, was um, coincidence, yeah. right? Yeah, very cool, man. Perhaps, but so I said jokingly that episodes 41 and 43 are my favorites, and that's why I gave them those numbers respectively, and it was just really funny to look back on the list when you said that, talking about when Casey was on, it's like, you know what, that might have been number 43, and I went looking back. That's awesome. It makes sense for Bill to have his wife as the episode number on his So what was 41? What was 41? 41 was Comfort Zone, which I don't know. My wife wasn't on that one. Okay, but hold on, hold on. Let me segue this into perfectly. You know what? Phil, it's when you when we started when we started this, and I want to know how you've come. Two years has been for you because when we started this, you were kind of niched and you were in a comfort zone, <laughs> and you have grown. <laughs> you have grown so much since then. So tell us about this really. growth, this personal amazingness that you are now. You know, you went from making just whiskey boxes and step stools to on the verge of starting your own entrepreneurial. Um, Mr. Burns Empire without the nuclear. Go. Right. <clears throat> Mr. Burns without the nuclear, Tim. You got that? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a few There's a few fronts of change for me. Uh, one, uh, I had another child. So we had, you know, our family grew. Uh, you know, so that's certainly very, very big to have three tiny children under the age of five uh, is, man, it's a lot. It's, oh, it's freaking God. a lot. God, I forgot to mention my either, bearded right? dragons. I, that was a big deal for me, too. Go ahead. Yeah, that's, that's, that's huge. <laughs> oh, no. What exactly. about you, Phil? <laughs> wow. Let me just – I'll hurry up. I promise. I, you know, I don't, I'll take up my 45 seconds. So there's – No, please. Out of, out of the three of us, you are the one with the most yeah. change. Yeah, maybe so. Go. Maybe so. so, and on a superficial level, I think uh, instead of a guy sort of putzing around in his garage – uh, it's really transformed into an actual fabrication shop, uh, you know, with organization and a workflow. And basically, I used to cruise like Craigslist constantly. I don't even anymore. Like, I really, I'm having a hard time even playing that that gas game. You know, like gear acquisition syndrome. Like, I'm I really don't even know what I'd get. Like, I'm pretty well outfitted at this point for anything that I'm making or want to make. So it's a pretty cool time. Um, obviously you can get the expensive hand tools and, you know, you can, you can do that. But, you know, on Craigslist, I really was just trying to build out the shop and it's, and I feel very comfortable with where I am right now and my capabilities. So it is a fully functional, uh, wood shop and I have a tiny bit of metal in there, which is cool because I was able to replace a part on my table saw. So that's some growth. So I've worked with metal. Um, you know, I, I got myself an angle grinder, which I know Bill loves. And I'll tell you what else shifted for me. You know, I was super into Etsy, right? I was very much sort of the Etsy champion in the in our little sphere. 
And uh, there's nothing wrong with Etsy. You know, I still love it. There's nothing wrong with it. But it's it sort of monopolized all of my time. And I'm really transitioning into more of the content. And I think that's where my my perspective has changed. I really want to focus more on content. The podcast we've all been committed to, it's been amazing. I mean, week in, week out, you know, minus the snafu of this week, we've been pretty darn good, you know, for like a hundred straight weeks. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Did you just give me the peace sign? What was that? Two years. Two right. Years. Two years. Yeah. Chuck two, and two. Chuck two and two. The old two. twosies. And, uh, you know. But on the content side, I've been pretty loosey-goosey for the YouTube videos, but I've really been trying to get much better. I've had some you know, uh, business trips recently, and I've got another one next week, which we've got to talk about when we're going to re- record. But, um, you know, so I really am trying to be as committed as possible to a regular schedule with the YouTube because I recognize that that is where I want that revenue to come in from. I've been working with sponsors. I've got, you know, monetized contracts with sponsors. So it's really, really an exciting time for me right now. And I, um, you know, that's that's been a huge transition for me. Moving away from physical goods that I'm selling to content that I'm selling. And uh, and it's fantastic. And Instagram has been a huge thing for me also as a change. Um, and not a, you know, a huge following, but I think upwards of about 2,500 followers. And I started at nothing maybe a year ago. So it's really exciting and a lot of fun. I also one thing else I'd like to point out that I've noticed in you yeah. and, and your your skill set that has grown uh, your confidence level when even when you're you're in your videos you can just see the difference seriously I mean you're, the way your hands are moving around your shop and, and utilizing your tools bearded dragon um, <laughs> seriously though I mean your, your confidence level <laughs> and your skill set I've noticed is, is just been a steady. You know, like one of them, you know, money charts or whatever. It's it's an uptick. It hasn't stopped. So congrats right. on that. Hmm. I appreciate that. I, I I guess I never really paid attention to it, but I suppose you're right. And yep. thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, your early videos looked like it was like they were like weekend warrior like projects. Like I'm a guy yeah. with a you know weekend warrior shop, and this is what I'm yeah. going to do. And now you now it's like I'm a guy with. But a, you're, I'm still, a you're still not this pigeonholed. Is my, this is my you. shop. That there's a and in the the film quality too, right? He's what's that? He said he's still not pigeonholed though. He has an angle grinder. Yeah, yeah. And if you want That's me right. to start listing off the tools you can be searching for on Craigslist, I'll be more than happy to send you. A I file. mean, I guess I could get a scroll saw, <laughs> but um, or I, you can send me one of your death right. wheels for your angle grinder. Yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> yeah, death wheel. She was she, like that girl was going to send me one. I was like, you know, maybe that's not such a good idea. This is my first angle grinder, and <laughs> yeah, I don't really want a flap death disc. wheel. You keep playing with that flap whisk. Metal. The flap disc can do wood. Yeah. It, it, oh, the flap disc. All kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I got to check that out. I haven't really had a chance to play with it yet. The CNC is, need is a new 4 frontier. by 8 laser cutter is what you need next. Yes. yes. Well, now, from what I understand, they're, they're making laser cutters that will adapt to all the different brands of CNC. You can put the instead of a instead of a yeah they make attachments that you can put it instead of a router instead of a router um, yeah that's it, true for the exact probably, CNC I have it is yours has a kit um, that yeah. you could probably talk to them about um, I tried <laughs> once yeah were they receptive <laughs> uh, they just never responded but uh, so yeah. that, that that would mean no well I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to definitely that's my next um, like you I feel like though. I've gotten so many. I, I don't know much else I, I can need in my shop. I mean, I'll always take new tools, but I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have that itch anymore. But the next thing, seriously, is, is that CNC. And having you two now as my as my uh, uh, my teachers and mentors in that area will be quite exciting. I think it'll be great. I think, I think Tim's going to really mentor you, you know, in a great way. You should definitely, <laughs> I think, you should definitely I think keep him on speed. Phil, all the things I told Phil, <laughs> gonna, he's going to be able to just really relate to you. Just transfer that up. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way that goes. Pay that just right just listen feel. to all the episodes again. We <laughs> talked about CNC, and and I'll just write down those little uh, tidbits. All these gobbledygooks. All my videos are always there for you, Bill. You can always watch. <laughs> I've, I've already learned, and I actually wrote it down: is do not make one pass with a, a half-inch plywood. I already know that yeah. now. That's yeah. true for basically everything. Don't make one pass on anything. I don't care what the thickness is. 
Want to bet? Uh, well, if you're cutting vinyl records, you can do those in one pass. They're point zero seven inches. You're probably right. Wait, but wait, even quarter but, inch plywood, I would do two passes. Oh, for a season, yeah, I, would. I was going to say I'm confident half inch piece of plywood on my table saw. One pass, I'm not. I'm not scared. You don't do a scoring cut for what? I it, if I was using it, if you're going to see the edge, I would. I would flip it. I would do two passes. Yeah. yeah. Score the veneer so you get a much cleaner cut. Mm-hmm. You could use you could use a zero clearance. Oh he scored you a ten. He gave you a ten for that. Yeah. No, uh, no, I, I do not. What's another another one of those hilarious radio jokes? <laughs> I, I do not do a scoring cut. I have done scoring cuts, and if I build something that's very expensive for somebody that's paying me, I might do a scoring cut. But otherwise, all I'm going to do is keep score and how cool my stuff is. But I'm bum. I was just kidding about the scoring cut. I was just. I just busting your chops. I will, uh, I will if my blade's old, especially if it's like it depends on if you're gonna see the edge. You know, I'll tell you what stuff. about that blades thing. Uh, now I try to not cheap out as much as possible on on the blades. They are so important to have good blades and sharp Stick blades. With Diablo, I've played they're, the, they're, they're, yeah, exactly. I tried know, to play it, that DeWalt game. Hey man, this is only forty bucks. Hey, this is a great deal. Well, no, it was crap. On the second well, I don't know cut. about DeWalt, but the Freud, the forty dollars Freud or Diablo blades are fine and they last forever. I've yeah, they're the good. same the same yeah. uh, Diablo yeah. blade I put because I didn't even put the rigid blade that came with my table saw in it. I think it's still in here new. So I'm gonna make a clock out of it. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I bought I bought a yeah. um, uh, sixty tooth or whatever it is forty tooth. Uh, 10 inch for my table saw it's the same one i haven't even cleaned it but i, I don't use it all the time yeah. like maybe you two both do but still uh, th- the next step is pull that off get some uh turpentine or some acetone clean out the clean all that gunk out from in between those I do that. it's gonna last again forever so yeah it needs to be clean more often if you're using pine because pine pitch will build up and i just use yeah. dawn i use yeah. water and dawn yep not sunset yeah, I found that I'm not I'm Dang. not running as many Smells I'm not running as many nail ridden pieces of wood through lately. So I, that was why I always bought the cheap uh, blades because I don't want. But to you know what? Honestly, and I, I know people are so afraid of that. Yeah, unless but, you're uh, doing, you're hitting so many of them. You're talking about a carbide tip. That's it, it's not like a planer blade that's really yeah, thick. I, it's a carbide tip on that blade. If it yeah. hits a nail, it's just going to kick it out into my cheek, but it's still going to kick it out. I, uh, right. I wouldn't worry about that as much. You're not going to ruin a table saw blade as much as you will a planer blade, which is comes down to a very oh, I mean, definitely not. As, or a bands, bandsaw yeah. blades are just instantly dead, finished. If you, yeah, instantly. But um, yeah, but that was. But no, I would sometimes I'd be like running a board through there and be like six sparks per cut, <laughs> and then I'm like I still got twenty more to do to make. The, now I saw what you were talking yeah. about on the Ernestina wood. The, I have one little chunk of it you gave me that has one of those spikes in it. And see, I was thinking like a railroad spike. Yeah, well, it's not that run. big, but it's an actual square yeah, spike. That's yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's no the uh, piece of wood you gave me. Looks uh, like you might have. Isn't that a square cut nail? Uh, no, that was the um. I used the uh, the saw reciprocating. Okay, reciprocating. Yeah, yeah saws all. Yeah, no, I'm not a total psycho. <laughs> Just partially. That's okay. not my saw, anyways. It's Jimmy's. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so let's um, let's yeah, wrap, let's start to wrap up this um this this celebration. I think of friendship, learning, and I guess growing, that's growing, and and loving. No, no, no. Just just the growing and the learning. Yeah, I don't know about the. I'll other. handle the loving. Phil, you can do the learning. Tim, you can do the growing. I'll do the loving. How's that? That sounds that sounds about right. Please do that off camera. So, um, uh, yeah. So let's move on here. What are we watching? Uh, Bill, you go first. What are you watching? Well, I am watching a young man that just, uh, he emailed us and reached out to us. So I'm, uh, it's in the mail, Eric, uh, Osterhart, hot, 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 uh, there will be a link. Uh, he just started a YouTube channel. He makes some pretty amazing um, flags like American flags out of, out of reclaimed wood. But one of the things that I thought that and literally like 20 subscribers knew a couple of videos, but one of the things that's interesting is he has a friend he lives in Texas. We talked not too long ago about when, when is the time to, to reclaim 
from the from all this devastation. There, there's going to be material out there. Well, a friend of his reached out. A friend of his reached out to him that owns a skating rink, and there's a lot of water damage to inside. So uh, Eric is going to get some of that skating rink floor, and he's excited about uh, cool. doing some projects like with that. Yeah. So yeah, it's like bowling alley wood. I would imagine. Well, it's probably it's probably not uh, butcher blocks. It's probably flat, like oak or something. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I imagine a skating. Like, it's like, probably like, just thick, like flooring with a tongue and groove type thing. Yeah, but either way, I mean yeah, that's right. that's a neat deal. Somebody reached out to him to to yeah. to turn something that was devastating into something that might be amazing. Eric Osterhart, hot Osterhart, hot hot. I don't know. He's got a weird name, but we love him. And I'm gonna send. Uh, it's in the mail, buddy. It's in the money. It's in the. It's in the mail. That was beautiful, man. <laughs> that was that was poetry right there. Yeah. Tim, what are you watching? Uh, I wanted to mention that we talked about in our last episode that actually aired, not the one we just recorded a couple days ago that disappeared. <laughs> um, that we we were talking about games and we were talking about the tridimensional chess that was uh, featured in Star Trek and every generation of Star Trek and. Um, Brian Bales listened to the podcast and then watched the video and shared the link with us of uh, Odin Makes is the channel and he hmm. made the tri-dimensional chess set that ex- that was like kind of like the one in the original Star Trek series from the 60s um, which is something I was thinking about making and I watched that and it was just like now I kind of don't want to make it because he did but <laughs> I, I might make my own spin on it or something but it was just awesome it was just a really well done he's like a prop guy he really tries to like replicate things Whereas me, I'm always like looking to put my spin on it, you know. But so he was like doing his best to make it as much like it was in the TV show that we all love, uh, and it was it's pretty make cool. It, make yeah. a pry level like chessboard end table. Well, I'm working on a game table that would be chess and some and another game on the other side. I don't know if it's gonna be backgammon or something else. I'm not sure. Yet. Well, I like backgammon. Yeah, I used to play it. Yeah, I don't remember. It's a good though. game. Um, before I give you my what I'm watching. Huge, massive, monstrous shout out to Marcus Hoffman for sending each of us a, uh, yeah, do that. He sent us this reclaimed 100 and got all of the uh, makers from the European, I guess, Maker Fair to sign them and autograph them and leave us little messages on it. Uh, Freaking, like, blown away. So Awesome. I want to point out this this yeah. didn't happen like last week. This was quite a few months back. So he's been planning this for a while. So he shows up to the maker meetup in Europe. And he knew the shipping would take a while. Yeah, and, and yeah. so Marcus, we love you, brother. Thank you so much. So he's gonna try and get back oh out here God, again wow. uh in my area at the end of November, early December, and I'm hoping to get a weekend of him at my house and hanging out. So that'll be fun. And and um can I do a rundown, like, five seconds worth of, of everybody that signed? All right, man. Go for it. Do your All thing, right. playboy. Christiana Filgaris, Get Hands Dirty, Laura Comp, Sebastian Olari, Jocko Whatever, Gerald, The Red Smith, Bill Sin, Pete, TDIF Free Tag, Andy Workstat, which I'm wondering if that's German for workshop. Um, Alex 2Q, Lucas uh, Jenny, Not Only Wood, Sasha, LB, Rob's Workshop, Big Steve, uh, W. Werft, and it's a channel, and it's a German channel, and it means two brothers making stuff, and the and the brother that was there and signed it is Fritz. Thank you, Fritz! And then uh, Triton Tools actually was there and, and uh, made a sign. And two more people I want to shout out that just gave me some love personally. Jim Phillips and Al Amantia of JK Timber Scra- Scraps on Instagram, and Amantia Fine Woodworks on Instagram. I love you guys. Uh, just because I, I wanted to do my little thing. And... You just snuck that in, you sneaky, sneaky oh, shout out. Oh, oh, and also, um, uh, Ben Ben Huey made the solar off the grid workshop for his sister, Jesse. Check that out. And April Wilkerson and Jimmy Duresta announced that April filmed a pilot show for the DIY network. It is called House Hacks, and Jimmy okay. makes a cameo in it. So try and figure out how to watch that. I want to check it out. That's it. I'm done now. Okay. Okay. So I'm watching uh, Marius Hornberger. Um, As everybody knows, I'm a huge Matthias fan. This kid is also German, also an engineer, also paints his stuff green, but he's a little less Matthias than 
than Matthias. You know, Matthias, we you love know. you, and we hope you took that in the way it was intended as we love you. Yeah, you know, he's just... And we still you know want you on our show. Yeah, eventually. Uh, but this kid is just super positive and upbeat, um, and I'll leave it at that. But uh, he just recently he came out with like... <laughs> Fine. We're both Canadian. It's cool. Uh, and my wife's family's in Ottawa. He's in Ottawa. So it's fine. We, there's a lot of there's a lot of commonality there. You're practically cousins. You and Matthias. We're basically brothers. You know. Do you guys so, have a uh, relationship like Spags, my best friend? You know, we're really more estranged brothers. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Spags and I are really pretty tight, so okay. it's different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, in recently he just made sort of like this rack for this Forstner bit set that he bought. But everything that he does is so well thought out, so well planned. And just videos, you could tell there's just so much thought and effort that goes into him, uh, into them. And another one that's like that is another uh, German guy, Cosmas uh, Bauer. He's uh, He also does really great videos like that. I, I just love that style of woodworking mixed with engineering. So uh, that's that's my thing. Uh, just one more time, thank you, Mark Spagnolo, Izzy Swan, oh, yeah, Andy Berkey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The, uh, just thank you. I, it made this episode special, and um, we you're love here. You. So say we all. Yes. So say we all. So say we all. On Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out IronAndSoul.com, WilliamLutz.com. Thank you to Justin Sparks for that. TimSway.net. Thank you to Jason Payne for putting that together. Uh, contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that great stuff. We love getting it from you guys. Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter. Um, iTunes reviews, we just got a whole bunch and they were tremendous and we'd love to get even more of them. So uh, I did say that I would leave a link to them. I think, I can't remember if it was the first time we recorded this episode or a previous episode, but either way, I'll get a link up on our website, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, to make it easier to leave a, an iTunes reviews. And patreon.com slash reclaimedaudio, the absolute best way to keep this show on for another 100 episodes. Yeah. And I would like to say it would be nice in a few months to maybe do an episode where all we have time to do in an hour is to read off our patrons. That would be that would be badass. That would be insane. That that would have to be a patron only event. Wouldn't that be hard? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways. That's getting meta oh, for yeah. me. I can't follow. Super meta, man. Okay. <laughs> Thank you again to everybody who's uh, you know, been along with us for this ride, and uh we look forward to to you know continuing and letting it ride. It's been a lot of love, y'all. Thank you. Indeed. Thank you very much and be good.